Everybody glad you're here. I thank God for you. I thank God um, for my favorite mom in the room, my Debbie. I love you, sweetheart. And yeah, and um, God has graced our sons with um, amazing wives to be moms to our grandchildren. And we are so grateful for Miriam and Melody and uh, Marissa. And uh, our grandchildren are just awesome. And we got another on the way. Yeah. This fall. Hey, um, I, I get so excited about these construction projects. I always, I mean, I love to hammer. I hammer like lightning. Never hit the same place twice. Um, but you probably can make a difference and come out and help for kids uh, of all uh, abilities. Um, I've, my Deb and I, our staff, most of our family, maybe all of our family, um, has been vaccinated now. And so when people here ask me for a hug, I'm happy to give them a hug. If they uh, ask for a handshake, I'm happy to handshake. Fist bump, elbow bump, bump, bump. <laughs> I just made that one up. Because my mom's not watching this service, I could get away with it. Um, no, and if, you know, if you prefer um, as much social distance as possible, just, just do this to me. Stay away, Clark. I love you. I thank God that you're here. And here, here's what I want to start with. Two questions. I want you to think of two words that describe you. If there are two words that capture uh, your personality, what are the first two words that come to your mind? Now, help you a little bit. Let me throw some examples on the screen. Um, are you kind? First thing that comes to your mind, is that it? Disciplined? Is that you? Helpful? Organized? Are you patient? Are you the, the dependable kind? Are you intense? Anxious? Driven? Are you, in, are you angry? Impatient, exhausted. So maybe yours aren't even on the list. Maybe you've got two in mind that best describe you, who you are. Now here's the second question. If Jesus were given the opportunity to describe himself with two words, if he would capture all that is himself, Jesus, in two words, what would those two words be? Well, it's not a mystery. Because in Matthew chapter 11, surrounded by a huge audience of harassed, hassled, hurting people, Jesus does the two-word thing about himself. Here we go. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke. Now, this is an agricultural audience. They knew farming inside and out, and they knew a yoke was an implement that would set on the shoulders of two ox to help pull a heavy load, to help carry a heavy weight, to help do hard work. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am blank and blank. What goes in the blanks, do you know? Well, here, here's the deal. Jesus has this immense audience. Before he says a word, before he does anything, he prays. He cries out to God. And as soon as his prayer is finished, before this audience, he just reaches out to them and says, come to me, all you who are tired and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me, for I am gentle and humble. That's how Jesus describes himself in two words. Now, don't mistake gentleness for weakness. 
Jesus is painting a picture in the minds of his followers. Because maybe the, like you saw these uh, dads up here, strong, young men, virile young men, they are strong, but they use their strength to be gentle to their children. The image that you might want to have in mind, this is the image that Jesus wanted to provoke in the minds of his listeners, was that of a wild stallion. You men can thank me later. (laughs) But a wild stallion that submitted to the bit and bridle of the master. Powerful, but gentle under the hand of the master. Jesus, that's who I am. I am strong beyond belief. But I gentle myself to love you. Then humble. Now don't think humble means shy or you have a poor image of yourself. No, Jesus was God. I mean God who poured out of himself the best of himself, all his majesty, all his glory, humbled himself and became a flesh and blood person like you and I. He was powerful and authoritative in his humility. And so that's humility. Jesus, you got one, two words for me? Stronger than you can imagine that shows itself in gentleness, powerful and authoritative that humbles itself to the point of a cross and a crucifixion, shed blood, a broken body, and then victorious over the grave. So Jesus, that's what frees him up to say to you, Hey, if you're hassled, if you're harassed, if you're exhausted, if you're worn out, if you're depleted, if you're drained, come to me. I'll give you rest. In fact, in the text, notice in his invitation, there is a double emphasis on rest. Check it out. He says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. I am strong. I am powerful and authoritative in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. And this is a profound and deep rest at the core of your being. But it radiates from the center of who you are so that it touches your mind and you get rest in your thinking. It touches your heart and you find emotional rest. It touches your relationships and blows away the conflict and brings peace to the relationships and love to the relationships. It's a rest in your soul that touches even your finances. And what once made you afraid and insecure and feeling like you were in lack, now you find yourself in abundance. You find financial rest. When you join the yoke of Jesus, it has an implication for your physical well-being, your spiritual well-being, this profound rest for your souls. And so I wanted to ask you, are you tired today? Are you tired? Are you doing life on fumes? You say, well, yeah, Dave, life is heavy. Haven't you heard there's like this COVID thing going on? And life is hard. I've been unemployed. And life hurts. My spouse left me for another. Life is heavy. And life is hard. And life does hurt. But we can make life heavier and harder and more hurtful than it needs to be. When we pile on worry, the weight of worry, on top of any struggle we face. 
That just wears us out. The worry wears us out. Or we pile on responsibility after responsibility after responsibility until we're just crushed under the load of the things that, we, that are demanded of us at work, at home. This is why Jesus, he gives this threefold invitation. He invites us first and foremost to himself. And so I wanted to ask you, maybe in your tiredness, maybe you're tired of being tired. And maybe you're willing to come to Jesus. Uh, Are you? Are are you willing to come to Jesus? Maybe you're like, hey, I'm just here because my mom drugged me. Well, when I was a teenager, I had a drug problem. My mom and dad drugged me to church. (laughs) So it ain't going to hurt you. No, maybe you say, hey, I'm here because my mom wanted me here, but I am not into organized religion. You've come to the right place. This is the most disorganized church you'd ever find. (laughs) I hope Eric's here, our executive pastor. Um, No, Jesus doesn't invite you to a place. He doesn't invite you to a religion. Oh my gosh, religion will wear you out. Religion will exhaust you. Religion will just weary you more fully. That's religion. Jesus calls you into a relationship. Come to me. Come to me, he says. It's me. It's in me. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you that deep, profound rest so you get emotional rest and mental rest and relational rest and spiritual rest, financial rest, physical rest. See, Jesus invites you into not a religion, but into a relationship. Um, So, if you want a deeper sense of peace, if you want a deeper experience of peace, if you want deeper peace in your life, deepen your relationship with Jesus. And maybe you're like, oh, great, one more thing to put on a to-do list that I'm not getting things checked out already. I want to tell you something. Just chill. Take a deep breath. Set that list aside in your mind and out of your heart. Because I'll tell you this, for show. The number one most important thing in your life is to be in real relationship with Jesus. Because out of that relationship, you get rest. Now it's not all on you, the housework. Now it's not on you, the child not It's not on you to bring the bacon home, the bread home, the spam home. It's not all on you. In fact, he does it for you. You see, all other activities apart from Jesus just drain you. And if you feel drained, What you need is not less activities. What you need is not less responsibility. What you need is more of Jesus. All other activities drain you. The rest of Jesus, it restores you. You get new strength every day, not just for the day, but for every struggle, every challenge, every difficulty in the day out of the relationship with Jesus flows more strength, flows more hope, flows more love, flows more grace, flows more forgiveness, flows everything you need for the day. It's not on you. It's on Jesus and out of your relationship with him. It restores your strength. Maybe the most famous slice of scripture in the Old Testament part of the Bible is Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all I need. He lets me rest. He's painting a picture. There have been times 
when we climb mountains in Colorado, I'll be on a saddle, and I just want to lay down uh, in the grass and just take in the brilliance and the majesty around me. He said, you can rest. You can, he lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews. I get new strength every day. So the first thing in the morning when my eyes come open, yeah, I thank God for another day of life. I thank God for another day to serve him, to love him, to be his. I thank him for the breath I'm breathing. I thank him for the wife beside me and the dog between us. But I ask him to renew my strength. He gives new strength for every new day, every new challenge, every new difficulty, every new every new struggle. And so Jesus says, hey, you want to find rest. You want to find rest. Come to me. But then the second part of the invitation, he says, learn from me. Learn from me. And I love the way Jesus teaches because he does not lecture. You got somebody in your life who likes to lecture you? That's not Jesus. Jesus does not lecture. Jesus loves He doesn't try to cram us into a classroom. He takes us out into real life, allows us to do hands-on learning as his apprentice. Here's what he says. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. I'll show you. I'll model. I'll be the example. I'll do it for you and help you do it as well. Learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Now, He he was painting a word picture for his listeners. It was a farming audience. They knew that when you talked about learning and yokes in the same sentence, it meant something special. That if a farmer wanted to train a calf for you city slickers, that's like a baby ox. So the yoke did not look like this, like you would put on two mature oxen. It looked like this. A portion for the mature ox and a small portion that would fit right on the calf. It's just that this smaller portion on the calf didn't pull any of the load, didn't do any of the work, didn't bear any of the weight. The, 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 the part on the mature ox, it pulled all the load, did all the work, carried all the weight. All the calf had to do was learn to walk step by step, stride by stride, until it's not just steps, it's heartbeats. Steps are matching, heartbeats are matching between the calf and the mature ox. And then listen to the promises of the master. The oxen here, the master behind, giving direction. Here's what I promise. If you go this direction, you're going to walk right into peace. If you go this direction, I promise you hope. If you go this direction, I promise you financial abundance. If you go this direction, I promise you love beyond measure. I promise you a super abundant life if you go in my direction. And so, see, Jesus... That's what Jesus was doing. That's what what the invitation he was extending. Learn to walk with me. Listen with me to the promises of God. Believe the promises of God and go with me in the direction of his promises for every area of your life, for your parenting, for, for your marriage, for your friendship. Every area of your life, go into the promises of God. Um, because when you learn to walk yoked 
with Jesus, life gets very light and unburdened. Jesus will teach you as you walk with him, as you listen to the promises, as you believe the promises of God, as you walk with Jesus in the direction of the promises of God, he teaches you how to do life light and unburdened. Here's what he said. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. My yoke is easy, easy. And I thought, you know, is is Jesus about making my life, my marriage, my parenting, my money easier? Interestingly, could I have that again, please? Do you know the love chapter of the New Testament, 1 Corinthians 13? Love is patient, love is Kind, kind, the same Greek word for kind, it's the same Greek word for easy. When you crawl under, when you engage yourself, when you invest yourself in my yoke, when you walk with me, you are yoked in kindness. You are yoked in the kindness of God. My yoke is kind for your marriage. My yoke is kind for your parenting. My yoke is kind for your salvation. My yoke is kind with the forgiveness of sins. My yoke is kind for your finances. My yoke is kind. My yoke is kind and my burden is light. Can can you imagine that calf? Um, Like any kid, when my brother and I were kids, we just drove my parents crazy for horses. And my dad, when he was a kid, he made money breaking horses. And so he said, okay, I'll buy the horses. You have to break them. My horse didn't get the message because I was the one that got broken. I broke my arm. Yeah, I know. Glue factory for that one. But when you, when you train a, 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 an animal, When the calf is being trained, can you imagine that calf? It's clueless about walking. It's clueless about walking with the Lord. Like maybe, like for sure I've been. Like maybe you've been clueless. And so he tries to uh, go for the dinner bell. He he tries to chase after a butterfly. He tries to go home to the barn. This is too hard. This hurts too much. But he brought more pain. Can you imagine how his shoulders are chafed on the yoke as he fights it, fights going away from the direction? Can you imagine the harness straps attached to the yoke, how they're making sores on his side because he's straining against them instead of walking step by step? You see, it is painfully foolish to fight the yoke of Jesus. He's just taken us in the direction of hope and peace and love and joy and abundance. That's his heart for us. And if we fight it, if we just say, no, I wanna, I wanna do my own thing, I wanna go my own way, I'm smart enough, I got it in me, I can decide for myself. Man, we are just gonna wreck ourselves and wreck our minds, and wreck our emotions, and wreck our relationships and our finances. You see, not only is it possible to try to go in the direction opposite of Jesus and find pain and anxiety in the process, it's, it's possible just to rustle yourself out of the yoke, get free of the yoke of Jesus, but you'll always be yoked to something. There are people I know who are yoked to being controlling. And that's heavy. 
They tried to control people. They tried to control God. You see, when you're yoked with Jesus, we learn to be trusting. We learn to trust people. We learn to trust God. We learn to trust ourselves. We learn to let go of control and just walk with Jesus. Just walk with Jesus till my heart beats in time with Jesus. Just learn to listen to the promises of God and walk in the promises of God. There are some people I know that have yoked themselves to money. And that's a hard one. That makes life hard, heavy, because they never have enough. They're just always money grubbing. And they're afraid. They're afraid that if they're giving, that there won't be enough for me. But when you're yoked to Jesus, you learn that it's all about generosity. And the more generous you are, the more you end up receiving. I mean, you do receive financial benefit from being generous, but more than that, you, you receive marital benefit and relational benefit and parenting benefit and financial benefit and emotional benefit. And When you are generous, God is generous with you. And so when we walk with Jesus, we just learn that the secret is not to go our own way. The secret is just learn to be generous for God so loved the world. He gave his one and only son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting lasting life. And then I know people, sadly, who are yoked to anger. Did you know that anger is the great destroyer of relationships? Anger will destroy the spirit of your children. Anger will destroy the trust in your marriage. Anger is the great destroyer of relationships. But when we learn to walk yoked with Jesus... We learn to be at peace. We learn to bring peace to our children. We learn to bring peace to our relationships. We learn to bring peace to our finances. Not angry at another bill or another spending. We're not getting ahead at peace. We're walking with Jesus. He is gentle, strong. He is humble, powerful, and authoritative. And he is leading us into the promises of God. So, so Jesus invites you to come to him personally. He invites you to learn from him. Join him in his yoke so that he can lead you into the promises of God. And thirdly, Jesus is inviting you into his restorative rest. He restores, he restores, he restores. I mean, the work, we do get tired. The responsibilities do wear us. But Jesus, while we walk with him, as he carries the load, as he bears the weight, as he does the work, he restores our strength. He restores our energy. I was, I was 57 years old last week. No. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. No, I was 57 years old, and my Debbie was 57 years old, and we adopted Arlovia. She was 10 years old, a high-energy uh, child, ready to do all these new things that she was finding in America, play basketball and kickball and softball and everything but the peaceful sport of golf. But no, I, so I would pray every day, God, give me fresh energy. God, give me stamina. God, give me vigor and vitality. You've given me this, this beautiful little girl. Now give me the energy to keep up with her and to be her dad. And God is faithful. It didn't come, up, come out of an old man's body. 
It came out of a relationship with Jesus who renews our strength. Scripture says, you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke, Jesus says, is kindness and my burden is light. You you see, when we are yoked with Jesus, we are restored to God's best version of us. God's best version. Not your best version of yourself. Not your mama's best version of you, but God's best. So we pray for our children at night. Oh God, bring out, restore your best version of Josh and his family, Jake and his family, Wilk and his family, Lovie and Aaron. Bring out your best version, Lord. Here's the truth about you. You are God's masterpiece. You are one of a kind. And he is, if you stay yoked with Jesus, he creates a masterpiece of your life, of your marriage, of your finances, of your emotions, of your thinking. We are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew, ever anew, renewing, restoring us in our relationship with Christ. When, um, when we are yoked with Jesus, he, he renews our strength just every day, for every new day. For every challenge, for every struggle that we face, he gives us new strength to face the struggle. He's yoked with us. He pulls the weight. He carries the load. He does the work. We rest in him. We say, I can do everything through Christ being yoked with him. He gives me strength. In fact, the scripture says he will personally, he will personally be your strength. It's not that he makes you bigger, makes you stronger. He is strength for you. And finally, yoked with Jesus, we enjoy the favor of God. When we stay in that yoke with him, he puts his favor on our relationships, puts his favor on our hearts and emotions, puts his favor on our minds and our thinking, puts his favor on our physical well-being, our financial well-being. We receive the favor of God. Here's the truth of scripture. God opposes, God is against the proud. People who say, you know what? Forget you, Jesus. I'm gonna do my own thing. Nobody's telling me what to do. I'm gonna go my own way. I'm smart enough. I'm strong enough. I'm charismatic enough. I'm everything enough. Well, it's just that God will be against you. You crawl out of that yoke with Jesus and God is against you. He's just lovingly trying to herd you back into the yoke. But he will be against you. You try to do your own thing, he'll be against you financially. He'll be against uh, you relationally. He'll be against you emotionally. But look what he does for the humble. He shows favor to the humble. They are learning from Jesus how to be humble. They got, they got power, they got authority. But they're staying humble. And so God shows favor, shows favor on every, he, God is for them and for every aspect of their life, for their marriage, for their parenting, for their finances, for their physical well-being, their emotional well-being, their mental well-being. Okay, 30 second recap of the talk. Come to me, Jesus says, to be God's best version of you. Learn from me and, and I will renew your strength. Rest in me and find the favor of God. Mom, the best gift you could give yourself this day is to receive the rest of God, to receive the favor of God. Everyone in the room, I'm pleading with you to be yoked with Jesus. 
His kindness. Enjoy His favor. Find His blessing. Would you stand with me, please? Let me pray blessing over you. Our Father and our God, you are rich in favor, and I pray your favor on all those gathered here. It's your word, Lord. Jesus, this is your teaching. You're inviting everyone here to join you in your yoke so you can lead us into superabundant life, superabundant joy and peace, superabundant hope and grace. Oh, we praise you. We know we don't deserve to be yoked with you, but you only ask us for one qualification. All we got to do is be tired of being tired and we can be yoked with you. Please be rest. Be our rest, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Central Wire podcast. Be sure to stay connected with us at centralwire.com and have a great week.